All right, Beis Hashem, Parashas Matos, Maseh, we're going to concentrate on Parashas Matos. I want to turn to page, to Perek Lamed Aleph, Posuk Ches, seemingly very innocent Posuk, but very important idea. The Posuk discusses various of the kings that were killed. Ves Malchei Midyon Horgu Al Chalaleim, Es Evi, Ves Rekem, Ves Tzur, Ves Chur, Ves Reva, Chameshes Malchei Midyon. Right, these were the Malachim of Midian at the time. Ve'es Bilam ben Ba'or Horgu Bechareth. Bilam was killed by the sword. Right, and that seems to be, and if you look at uh, Rashi, Rashi seems to say the same idea that we're about to say, who Baal Yisrael. In other words, Bilam came along, Bilam Arosha came along to harm Cloud Yisrael, as we learned at the time in that parasha. And therefore, as a punishment, for trying to harm Klal Yisrael, this was the punishment, he was punished by being killed by sword. However, there is a Gemara that tells us otherwise. And there's a very important Gemara as well. Very important Gemara, which I think is incredibly uh, important to us to understand at this time. The Gemara in Saita Daf Yudalev The Gemara in Saita tells us that um, when Paroi made a business meeting, to discuss, what are we going to do with this Klalisrol? What are we going to do with these people? Look what they're doing to us. So the Gemara says that there are three people that were advising uh, Parai how to deal with Klalisrol. There was Bilam, there was Eov, and there was Yisrael. Right? Three people. Bilam, Eov, and Yisrael. Bilam. What was Bilam's advice? He advised to harm Klalisrol, and he was killed. Eov was silent. Right? And what happened? Eev had a terrible life. A life full of Yisurim, Neuroim, Mamash, a terrible life. Yisroi escaped and he was Zoycha, that his children will sit in the Lishko Sagazes, in the Sanhedrin. That's what the Gemara tells us. Now, what's coming on over here basically means that the Torah is telling us that Bilam got killed by the sword isn't only because he came at Kali but it's at something which happened many, many years earlier. And that is because of his evil advice to Paroi that many years earlier. Asks Rab Chaim Shmulevitz the following question. I don't understand. Bilam did the worst thing possible. Eev was silent. Eev didn't say a word. Bilam told Parai to punish Klal Yisrael, to harm Klal Yisrael. So why is it that Bilam, right, who should have got a far greater punishment than Eov, didn't? Eov was, he didn't, he didn't do anything wrong, didn't know Avera, he didn't commit any crime, he was silent. But Eov's punishment was way worse. Years and years of, 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 of Yisurim, of hardship, to endure the suffering that, that no ever man should ever experience? How do you understand that? That was the punish he got, but Bilam got a different punishment, which seemingly was over in a moment. Answers of Chaim Shmulevitz in the tremendous Yesod, and I think it's a Yesod as well, Negea to this week's Matas Masse, where we talk about the Ari Miklot, and we talk about the Indian of going to Golas. What is the Indian of going to Golas? A person killed by accident. So he goes to Golas, he goes to this Ori Miklot, which Moshe Rabbeinu started to prepare, <coughs> and he stays over there until the Kohen Godel dies. It's, it's, it's not pleasant. It's not Geschmack. It wasn't easy. Why? To teach him, he should have been more careful. He should have been more careful with life. It says Rabbi Chaim 
What is the greatest gift that a person can have? The greatest gift. There is no greater gift that a person can ever ha- receive. And that is, any pain, however bad it is, is better than death. The fact that a person is alive is the greatest gift that we have. It's the most incredible thing that the Rabbanisham gave us. So it comes out that Bilam's punishment was much more severe, says Rabbi Chaim Shmanevitz, than Eif. Because Eif, at the end of the day, yes, he had a hard life. Yes, it was difficult. Yes, he went through terrible Yasurim that no one should ever go through. But he was alive. He had his life. He was able to breathe. He had the ability to accomplish, to do. And that's an incredible thing. Rabbi Hasman brings a tremendous muscle, muscle to this. He says, imagine if a person um, was just got a phone call that he won the lottery. Okay? He just got a phone call. You just won $72 million. Wow. Pretty good phone call to get, eh? That's geschmack. As that happens, like as he's getting, like as he's putting down the phone, one of his children smashes the mirror in his front, uh, in, the, in, the, in the front hallway. It was quite a nice, it was a really nice mirror. It cost him a couple of hundred dollars. It was really nice. Let me ask you, is it going to bother him? Is it actually going to bother him? <laughs> I just want a fortune. I can buy, I can buy the factory that make the mirrors. I can, I don't care about the mirror anymore. Because I have all the money. Says Rebleib Chasman. Sometimes we go through life with difficulties and we have struggles and we have pains and we have situations that we don't like of which many of us are going through at this time. It's not pleasant to be in lockdown. It's not pleasant to not know the future. It's not pleasant for so many people not to have a parnosa. It's not pleasant for people not to know what's going to be the future. What's going to happen with this? Is there going to be yeshiva? Is there, going to... there are people that are going through so much. And, and, and we all know this, and I myself, because I get a lot of emails, know this as well, that people are suffering, and people really are suffering. And my heart goes out to them, and, and I always try to do whatever I can to really try to help them. But at the end of the day, when a person won the lottery, every small thing that goes wrong in your life means nothing. But that's if you appreciate the lottery. If someone who doesn't know, someone just had no idea what money is, he has no idea, he was brought up in a completely sheltered bubble, has no idea what the word money is, what the word dollar is, if there's a person on planet earth that exists like that, and he would win the lottery and his mirror would smash, what would be that? What would happen? He'd be very upset. You just won 72 million dollars! Huh? What is it? What? What are you talking about? If we don't appreciate life, then yeah. Then we get upset with all the little things. And I, I don't want to call them little because they're not, they're big. But compared to life, that's what Ochai Shmulevitz is saying. Bilam did get the worst punishment. He advised Parai in order to harm Claudius Yisrael. Yes, it was over in a second, but his life was over. He was no longer able to accomplish, to become something, to do something. Whereas Eov, he might have had a hard life, but he was alive. And that's why it's so precious. The Mishnah in Pirkeyavis, famous Mishnah in Pirkeyavis brings down Gavaldiga Mishnah, where the Mishnah tells us like this. The Mishnah says, the Mishnah says that, says the Mishnah, one moment of tshuva and maisim toivim in Olam is worth all of Chaya Olam Abba. What does that mean? 
and one moment of pleasure in Olam Abba, Koyas Ruach in Olam Abba, is all worth more than Chaya Olam Azeh. What's the answer? There's no contradiction. It all depends on really how a person looks at it. It all depends on how you look at this world. If this world is a world of creation, it's a world of accomplishment. Every moment is so pleasurable because I can accomplish. We all know the story that the Vilna Goin was on his deathbed. He was leaving the world and the Vilna Goin had accomplished so much. The Vilna Goin, you call out Kule back to front. And yet he was crying. And they said, Rebbe, why are you crying? What's the problem? And he said, because I'm about to leave the world. And if I leave the world, I won't be able to accomplish another mitzvah. Putting on tzitzis for a moment. Do you know what that does to you? It's incredible. Moshe Rabbeinu tells us the Medrash. When he was told that he's going to leave the world. Moshe Rabbeinu begged the Rabbeinu Shalom, I'll come back as a fly. I don't care. I just want to be in this world. Because when we're in this world, we realize it's the Olam HaYasiyah. It's the, it's, the, it's the world of doing. And yes, times are hard, and yes, things are difficult, and yes, we all go through difficult situations. But at the end of the day, if we start to learn to concentrate, and we have to concentrate on everything Hashem did give us, not everything He took away, but everything He gave us, then we have a different life. We have a different appreciation for our lives. And yes, maybe things are not going exactly the way that we wanted them to go. But at the end of the day, we have life. And that, says Rabbi Chaim Shmulevitz, is the most incredible gift that we all have. And it's something that we should think about, something we should ponder over. And when we're walking on the street, like Rabbi Vigda Miller said, don't use the time to look around and whatever it is. Use the time to think about what you have. Think about what you were given. Every single one of us, we're alive, then we have everything. We won the lottery. We have more than $72 million. Because we have a life that we can accomplish. Yes, times are hard. Yes, things are difficult. It's Hashem, everything will become better. Better is Hashem. But uh, until that stage, and even beyond that stage, let's learn to appreciate life. That's what it means. The Ori Miklot was sent for someone who doesn't appreciate life. You were careless when you were going up that ladder. Learn to appreciate life more. And every single one of us should, in our own way, learn to do this. Ravik de Miller was once found by one of his grandchildren. And they saw him dipping his head into a buck, into a sink of water. His head was immersed into the water. And they thought something was wrong. They, they, they tapped him on the shoulder. They said, Zayda, Zayda, is everything okay? He said, everything's great. Everything's wonderful. They said, well, what are you doing? He said, I want to appreciate the air that we breathe. And therefore, if I could breathe it the whole time, I'm not going to appreciate it. But if I stick my head underwater, and I realize I cannot breathe, and then I come out, and I breathe, I appreciate every breath. How many people have we heard from who went through the COVID-19 major, major problematic situation of being in hospital, being on a breathing machine, weren't able to walk, weren't able to go to the bathroom, weren't able to breathe on their own. And now they can. These people celebrate their birthday every day of their lives. Because every day is another opportunity. Every moment is another opportunity. Every moment we hear is another opportunity that we can accomplish. More Torah, more mitzvahs, more chesed. Getting closer to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Doing what we can while we were sent down to this world.
that's what we're meant to be thinking of. That's the idea of Ori Mikra in this week's parasha. That's the idea of Bilam being killed, is the worst possible punishment that he received. And Be'ez HaShem we should all think about our lives, think about the wonderful bracha that HaShem has given us, our wonderful bodies, our wonderful families, our wonderful environment, and everything we have together with that. And Be'ez HaShem, the more we appreciate ourselves, the more the Rabbani Shalom will want to continue giving us a wonderful, healthy, and good life.